This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield, and joining me this week are Sam Claiborne. Hey, Damon. You look so reclined. In our San Francisco <laughs> office. Justin Davis. Scoop. And Mark Matino is here as well. Hello? Okay, I should have checked if my mic was muted before this. <laughs> well, but we, it sounds all right. <laughs> we can hear you. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes uh, getting a podcast going with four people in four different locations can be a challenge. But here we are. We're up and running. <laughs> And it's going to be a great show. We're going to talk about our most anticipated games of 2023. And there's a lot to talk about because everything from 2022 got delayed into 2023. It's time to check in on the Nintendo Seal of Quantity and uh, look at all the, <laughs> the lovely trash that's coming out on the Nintendo Switch this week. But first, let's share what we've been playing. I'll go first. And I've been playing Return to Monkey Island, uh, which we reviewed this week. Ryan McCaffrey reviewed that for IGN. I think he gave it a 9 out of 10. He liked it very much, and I also like it very much. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's very much in the, in the same vein of the, the classic games, so if you've played those, you should know exactly what to expect here. It's very witty. It's very funny. It's like dad jokes the game, which is fine for me. Um, <laughs> it is classic point-and-click adventure, so there's a lot of like busy work running back and forth. It's like, oh, I need to get this item. I remember where I saw that. I'll go back to get it. Oh, but I can't get it right now. There's another item I have to get so I can get it first. Well, I think I know where that is. I'll go over to this place. Nope, I can't get that straight away either. There's a whole thing I have to do to go get back to the original thing I wanted to do. And that's fine. That's not a criticism. I like that they've updated the game a lot so you can zip around the whole island really fast just by walking. You can get anywhere you need to go in just a few seconds. There is one little hurdle that I have a hard time getting over, and that is that I really, really miss the old pixel art of the old games. I think that's like some of the, mm. that, those like computer 
point-and-click adventures of that era from LucasArts, that and like Loom and you know Day of the Tentacle, all that stuff. I just think that's some of the coolest looking pixel art of all time. I really miss that stuff. So that's my one little caveat. Other than that, I'm very much enjoying it. Anyone else playing or plan to play Return to Monkey Island? Yeah, I just got it. I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, I think maybe one day you'll be able to say to an AI, hey, can you change this all just, into pixel graphics for me and then it'll do it? Yeah. Which will be fun. Yeah, that that someday is going to be like next week. I know. Yep. Yeah. You're right. We're time. on the cusp because I, I was just reading about AI-generated video games this week. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there. yeah. Oh, it's, it's going to be gonna an happen. important step in uh, game development. Um, the, it, it, it does look fun. Are you playing it on Switch? I'm, I'm going to play it on Switch. Yeah, yeah, I'm playing on Switch, yeah. All right. Is it is it set on Monkey Island or is it a Monkey Island? Uh, well, that's the whole thing. <laughs> like the games, they've never really discovered the secret of Monkey Island, and that's the premise of this game. He's finally going to go discover the secret of Monkey Island. Nice. Ooh. You start out on the same island from the uh, previous games, so it seems very familiar. But that's just the first chapter, and now I'm leaving and uh, starting the second chapter. I've got. I'm on a ship. I'm going off to find Monkey Island. I'd be so cool. lost playing this game. Well, there's a, well, Mark, it's funny you should say that because there's a scrapbook feature that you access from the main menu where you can look back on the important events that happened in previous games. Do you think that actually, like, did you go through that? Yeah, I did. It doesn't, Was it, like, it doesn't take that helpful? Because yeah. that's why, like, that's what's, like, I feel like I would want to replay Monkey Island 1 and 2 before I did this. Although I did, whenever they came to... Xbox, like whenever the updated HD versions came out yeah. 10 yeah, years ago, 10 like years I played ago. them, but I, but I feel like I would already need to play through them again. Mm. But, you know, if that scrapbook's like good enough or really good, like maybe I wouldn't need to. Yeah, I thought it was helpful. And there's also just, there's just a cool tutorial level, basically, at the beginning of the game that just sort of very cleverly teaches you the way the game works. And stuff. Nice. It's good. Whenever they bring back, you know, a very old game and make a sequel to it, you know, it's never uh, a sure thing that it's going to work out, but it did. Ron it's Gilbert's so back. cool I mean, to see also- that uh, Lucasfilm logo show up ahead yeah. of it, too. I know. Back to Lucas. Yeah. It, it's just one of those dream, like, you know, Ron Gilbert back making a Monkey Island game. It, it always felt like a long shot, and then it felt like an absolute impossibility when... You know, like when Disney bought Lucas, yeah. like they bought it for Star Wars, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then like Monkey Island and these other weird adventure games just also kind of came along for the ride. We're like, okay, Disney, you own this now. And then it was like, it, took them a while, it just felt like it would be impossible for like, you know, like let's get this back in the hands of the creator and get the thing made. And so, you know, A, it's incredible that it exists. And yeah. B, you know, I think we're all lucky that it turned out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it turned out really well. Heck yeah. Um, anyway, that's what I'm playing. And Mark, uh, is it true? Or have you been playing Mario plus <laughs> Rabbids? Sparks of Hope? I have been. Yeah, it's weird. Um, you know, everybody on this panel, uh, a lot of people, like, everyone knows that, like, preview events are a thing. And there are times where we've done previews that are, like, ten minutes long, an hour maybe. I've played probably ten hours of this game now. Wow. It was a it was a, a full two day preview event. I was there all day for two straight days, and uh, I love it. I love the That's first great. one a lot. Uh, if you like strategy games, I think the first one, uh, you know, was enough to draw you in. I think I think it's a weird premise, but once you try it out, you're like, okay, th- I get it. This is cool. It's you know, Dan Stapleton reviewed it, so it's like it looks super cartoony and stuff, but it's it's hardcore enough. Um, this one makes the first game, Kingdom Battle, feel kind of like a prototype. Like, this wow, game 
took everything that made that game great. Like the team jumping's still there. Um, you know, the 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 cover based strategy and stuff like that, that's all still there. But now it uses like a free movement. That actually doesn't change the game as much as you would probably think. But what does change it is that every character has like a very unique class. Um, which is something the first game didn't really have. They kind of each had their own abilities. This is like Luigi's a sniper, and <laughs> Rabbit Peach can shoot we always over cover. Do. We always do as a sniper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And and then just the structure of the world, like it's not linear anymore. You get dropped into this open world, and you can go do side quests and just do all sorts of stuff. Um, I really, really like the game. I, I knew I would like it a little bit. But now I know that I like it a lot of bit. Also, I just want everyone to know that this game has difficulty options, which mm. is something that is not very commonplace in games like this, to the point where you can make your characters just invincible if you want. So, like, cool. I plan on, like, getting to that three quarters of the way <laughs> through the game where I'm like, okay, well, you're, you're going on easy now because this is really hard. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, I like it a lot. Well, and I can't wait to play more of it and have to start over in, and play those 10 hours again. In 10 hours, do you know, do you have an idea of like, how many battles you were able to get through? Uh, so the game is split up into worlds. Okay. And uh, we only got to play through the second world. And then I played the entire first world again. Um, I don't want to say like how many worlds there are and stuff for people that may not so, want to know. But uh, so, so I would say like I got a, um... almost halfway done with with the game if I was just blasting through it. There's like a Rosalina introduction to this and kind of a theme where I'm seeing like Mm -hmm. planets in space. Are the worlds like loosely galaxy based? Is there some kind of galaxy DNA in this game? Tons. So right when you start, um, because this game is not a sequel to Kingdom Battle. It is a follow-up. Like the events of Kingdom Battle don't super matter. Mm -hmm. All you need to know is that the Rabbids and the Mushroom Kingdom people, they're friends. Cool. Uh, and it starts with uh, a Luma following, falling on Mario's head. And it's a rabid Luma. Uh, and so mm-hmm. their first, like, what, what, what sets you off is like, hey, uh, the Lumas are, they appear to be in trouble. So that means something must be up with Rosalina. And again, I won't spoil it. But that is the premise is you're starting off by going to find Rosalina. And uh, yeah. But it also kind of feels like Sunshine as well, because the main bad guy in the game, her name is Cursa. She goes and, like, drops these, like, ink-like looking things everywhere, and that's what disrupts everything. You'll just see, like, black puddles and stuff like that. So Mm. it's not like Sunshine where you, like, clean them, but, like, that is what's kind of, like, ravaging the world. Well, that's great to hear. And the rest of us don't have to wait very long to play uh, Mario plus Rabbids. Sparks of Hope, it's out October 20th, so it's just under a month away. Yeah, I mean, I it, the, like a lot of people. I liked the first game, played it, enjoyed it. But it's interesting. Like, I don't feel like it's one of those games where there's a clamoring from gamers and like a groundswell of like, we need a sequel, we want more. Like, I feel like everyone was like, okay, that was good. And so I'm so happy to hear that they hit such a home run with it and really didn't, you know, didn't phone in the sequel, but really kind of built on what they built before. It's been a yeah. while, right? Didn't the first one come out like the the same year that the Switch launched, to 2017? I, I nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, <laughs> it was. It was very early. It's lost mm-hmm. to time. Yeah. That information yeah. just cannot be discovered. <laughs> uh, Sam, Justin, are you playing anything of note? Uh, I can go yeah. first. Uh, yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing oh, the Outer Worlds. That's right. That's um, so cool. You're playing that now. 
Yeah. It's great. I mean, I, I really love it. So <laughs> the, the reason that I am playing it is because my Xbox hard drive was full and I sorted <laughs> my games from biggest install size to smallest. And it was like 60 gigabytes. And I'm like, okay, let's go. But like, yeah. but then it turned, it turned out to be like really great. Yeah, like if good. you don't know, it's a, it's a first person sort of sci-fi. It's very much in the vein of like fallout, like the modern fallout games. It's made by obsidian. And, um, and what I like about it, So 10 years ago, every video game was this game. Like you're walking around in a first person world and recruiting a party of people and it's an action RPG. And then, you know, then you can skill check your way past challenges. Like that's what video games were. But then like, at some point, I guess I didn't even realize it happened, but like taste changed and attitudes changed. And like, that's not really what video games are anymore. So it's like, it feels like old school. Yes. I'm using my speech skill to like skip this battle. And like that stuff was everywhere a while ago. And then just as quickly as it came, it kind of went away. And so it's a real breath of fresh air. where like, the game, the game is not hard. Like it, it's actually almost a little bit too easy, but it feels very breezy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the moral conundrums that are present in these games are kind of breezy and, you know, the companions, like they have their pathos and like their problems that you're helping you solve, but none of them, like my favorite one. And I think it's everybody like a fan favorite is this woman named Pavardi. And like her whole thing is that you know, she has a girlfriend and wants you to help set her up with a girlfriend and like, they like each other. And that's like, that's what the whole plot of like that character is. And like, that's just really cute and charming. And I'm really enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Pravati is great. Voiced by Ashley Birch. She is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I love yeah. Outer Wilds only because it's like, it's not, Outer not, Wilds, not only is it, or I'm worlds. sorry, Outer Worlds, not only because it's like reminiscent of old Fallout, but specifically my favorite Fallout, which is New Vegas, because, you know, it's made by Obsidian, mm-hmm. but yeah. also just like, it's so corporate heavy and like, yeah, is has a lot of like, should we unionize undertones and stuff like that? I love that game. That's it's like, very, um, it's like, it's legit a comedy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's um, and I and based off the trailer, the teaser trailer for two, they're actually really leaning into that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like and, and the Fallout games are already kind of silly and funny, but like imagine Fallout, but in space and like you know one third funnier and zanier than Fallout is, and that's kind of yeah. what Outer Worlds is. And it's and I also like that it's not that long, which makes say. it this is this is a little bit like mean, but that's like part of what makes it like a perfect Game Pass game mm-hmm. is like. It's not 150 hours. It's like 15, 20 hours long. I think I'll probably beat it tonight. I'm right at the end. And like, it's great. Really great game. Highly recommended. Agreed. Sam? Okay, so um, I, I I feel like I'm probably just going to go home tonight and load up uh, Trombone Champ on my Steam Deck and see if I can get that up and running. Hmm. I think that's important to report on, although mm-hmm. I think it will be like draw something and nobody will care next week, but we'll mm-hmm. see. <laughs> As I hear, it's very high quality, and of course the videos are very funny. Uh, but I, I don't think I have anything new to share that I'm playing because uh, if I'm spending any waking hour minute, it's watching freaking television, of which it is impossible <laughs> to keep up on everything. All of and a sudden, on so top much of to that, we got yeah, like I like the dump of, An- of Andor episodes yesterday did not help. It's crazy. <laughs> it's interesting, interesting, cho- it interesting choice of words. <laughs> yeah. Are you not it, a fan? I, I think it, it's it's supposed to be great. I, right? I haven't everyone, watched it. Everyone yet. says it's really good. Yeah. I haven't, watched, I haven't it watched it yet. Maybe tonight. I need to. I have one more episode of Cobra Kai. I mean, that I, that's, I I can't wait to watch Cobra Kai. Right, and that's yeah. like already on the back burner. Um, 
tonight. I'm definitely going to watch She-Hulk because I love. I've I've been loving that season, and so it's really hard. It's for so me good. To, yeah, it's really hard for me to, to look beyond that. And then there's already two Lord of the Rings episodes I need to still watch. Hmm. And I just finished What We Do in the Shadows, which Rant had a great uh, season run. Yeah. Wait, is it over? Yeah. Wait, when did it end? Because I, I just too. watched it. I think very recently. Yeah, last week I think was the season finale. That was this. Wait, hold on. Okay, so dang, I don't want to spoil anything, but man, yeah. Well, there's a, now, I, there's I don't know a, there, if I would realize I was watching the season finale. Sometimes I go, I like to go into season finales prepared. I just watched yeah, I an know. episode. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the last, uh, the last bit. Well, they, but I guess a now that I. Like, there's like fourth wall breaking about it too. Like they talk a little bit about like doesn't ever nothing, nothing really ever seems to change here. Like what the okay so I like okay this this crisis and then like you know in in sitcom manner everything does get kind of returned to a level of normal. But that show always has quo. another twist. Yeah. Now, now that I think about the ending of the episode, I'm like okay, I guess I guess I should have known yeah. that that was like the finale. Um, I'm like that with House of Dragon right now. House of Dragon, every bit of em- entertainment, TV, uh, games, they are just filler for the next uh, to keep me busy until the next episode of House of Dragon. That's the a, only that's thing I care about that's in my life. Thing now. That's that why I think it's kind of a bummer that they're doing like the time it. jump and we're like we I don't know. have those actors I anymore. Like I, I I'm not going to yeah. be able to stand it. I can't I can't I can't lose my. I Renera. like those actors. I'm I'm, I'm used to them. <laughs> Is it over? Like, is that next week? I mean, they have to, they have to, they have to time jump them because such horrible things happen to everybody that they have to make sure that they're not children anymore. No, they've they've done plenty of horrible things to children on Game of Thrones. (laughs) It's true. true. (laughs) But just you you wait. Circling back to Trombone Champ for a sec, my favorite thing, like I thought it looked like a silly meme social media game, right? But then I learned that you collect these trombone cards that then you like sacrifice to demons to like unlock new trombones and that there's actually like this undertone or it's not even really an undertone, but just like the game has like horror elements, like this really bizarre souls like undertone. Yeah, the the opening is just a demon souls (laughs) opening. It's, yeah, yeah it's, like the Demon Souls opening to the game of like the really dramatic voiceover it, and like the juxtaposition of that to how blatantly silly the game is, is just so like that to me is what sends it over the top. Is it a coincidence? Games are, games are art, man. Is it a coincidence that they look like me's? They look so much like me. Like they, no, it's like, not a coincidence. It's a reference like to Wii Music. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. this whole thing is referential. <laughs> that makes Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I haven't played it yet myself. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the U.S. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. 
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Time to check in with the Nintendo Seal of Quantity, which is your assurance <laughs> that Nintendo will let absolutely anything be sold in the Nintendo eShop. No one is in charge over there. No one is keeping you track break of it. You break it, we buy it. Nintendo yep. says. That's right. So Sam's some laugh just got me. <laughs> some highlights. Some highlights this week coming to your Switch this week. Animals Transport Simulator Car Driving and Parking Games Real Zoo Park. <laughs> Is a game. What a uh, here it is. So they're, they're, these keyword dumps are getting so great. Yep. We're looking at a screenshot here, and it's a game where you drive animals around from from different farms. Just put oh, just put is. the elephant in the back of your pickup. <laughs> yeah. I'm the sure suspension that's what... <laughs> yeah. is completely even throughout. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's how that where works. You, where do you this... want this elephant? Just put him anywhere. <laughs> A uh, neighboring farm needs an elephant. That should set off red flags. <laughs> the Here's back the official... end isn't any lower than the front. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> okay, here's the official description for Animals Transport Simulator Car Driving and Parking Games Real Zoo Park. Farm life has never been more exciting. It is your duty to collect animals from the farms and then deliver them to their destinations. A new idea for a new business. From now on, your main source of income will be transporting animals. Oh, that's it. From this now is published on. by. That yeah, seems like a threat. Solves it. Solves it. <laughs> uh, this is published by Midnight Works, and it, this is not the only game that Midnight Works is delivering to Nintendo Switch owners this week. They also have mm-hmm. Eagle Simulator Bird Zoo Park Flight Sky Pilot Driving. <laughs> this is another it just one. Went on, it just went on vidIQ. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> two, two, ga- two games in one week. I wow. know, I know. Eagle Damon, we need, to, we need to do an extra test on these, where you take one of those keywords. Both of these had the keyword "zoo" in them. Yeah. Search. We need to search "zoo" and see if these do show up, and they won. <laughs> I mean, that's actually that's a good idea. Here are the, the game features listed for Eagle Simulator, Bird Zoo Park, Flight Sky, Pilot Driving. Five eagle to choose at your own, multiple mm-hmm. scenes to fly, quickly changes of the weather. Got Those it. The feature. Sure. <laughs> quickly I do, I do look at the titles. The, the title screen graphic has it all: bird, zoo, <laughs> That's a, park, flight, flight sky, sky, pilot, driving. <laughs> That's what I was just going to point out: is that it's not just the eShop title, no. but it's actually in the title yep. screen the title. of the game. I mean, That's the clearly, game. I'm sure there's the like. A, there's like a checklist that Nintendo gives them for the seal of quantity. And yeah. they're like, you got to say your full name on the title screen. And they're like, that's it, though. Yeah, they're like, that's fine. <laughs> so, okay, the next game this week, uh, I think they've combined two words into one name. So I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced. Blabufo. I think they've taken blob and UFO. But okay. put them together, Is, how would you, you pronounce this? But that's Blob-ufo? it. That's, that's the whole name. It doesn't that's have zoo, Blob. driving, Blob-ufo. pilot. That's, yeah, I know. So they didn't. This isn't SEO friendly at all. I know. Maybe we I should like, add to this. It could be called Blobufo, uh, maybe Spikes, Cave, yeah. Amoebas, <laughs> Blue. <laughs> driving. 
here's the here's, here's the yeah driving driving too. Here's the description for a blobby foe. Our character moves with the power splash from his weapon. Complete the levels in this space without hitting the enemies in thorns. Don't look easy. Seriously hard. Do you think it would be easy to move through space and pass the creatures? No. That's the description. Uh, it's like nothing up to the imagination. Attack. Yeah. I want to. I want to find these things out for myself. Here are the features. These are the features listed for Blobby Foe. Different platformer gameplay. Different is misspelled. 15 completable, <laughs> 15 completable challenging levels. And then enemies <laughs> and galaxy. Okay. Those are the features. I, I'm in it. I'm in it I for the that. five uncompletable levels. I, know. I it's love that. Sus. It's pretty sus that they call their levels completable. Completable. IGS is 97% completable. But it also features, That's the back of the box quote. Totally completable. It also features enemies and galaxy. I'm going to be honest, that makes me think that the levels are not completable. The, <laughs> the fact that they specifically label them that way. Yeah, it's because Mario, uh, uh, what's the Mario, what's the Mario designer game called? Miyamoto? Mario Maker. Oh, Mario, no, Mario Maker. Mario Maker. Yes, yes, <laughs> No, Mario Maker at least has an, has an extra set of rules where you have to be able to beat your own level. But there's yeah. no yeah. way that Blob UFO's designers beat their own levels. They only beat 15 of them, and they're 15. just turning over the rest to you. Yeah. <laughs> this next game, though, might be the, the biggest head-scratcher of them all. So this game is called Reasoning of Courage. And take a look at its eShop page. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, for those listening, of courage, yes. Describe it, it please. It is chopsticks eating uh, a bowl of sticky rice. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that rice is being held together by a little inari strip. Mm-hmm. Is that what this that's called? That's reasoning. Inari? Reasoning of courage. Reasoning now the, of courage. Oh. this is it. This is this is all the text for the Wait, description. Would you like to be to describe the typeface for the logo <laughs> yeah, of this game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I believe it it's Ar- Ar- Ariel. No serifs. <laughs> Yeah. Black. It's also no not black. centered. There's no, no blending. Reasoning. <laughs> reasoning of no, I, actually, I, think, the... I think you're right. I think I think it is more of a Helvetica because Ariel would be too much flair for the yeah. unflavored <laughs> rice game that we're looking at right now. This is soy sauce on the rice. No, Ariel no, text. no. Nope. And what are you I, rich? Behind there's just more seaweed. I think. Yeah. Um, okay, this is the entirety of the description for reasoning of courage. Boy, courage unravels the mysteries of everyday life. It is a short detective novel game. That's it. Ooh. That's a tweet. Justin, clearly <laughs> AI is already making video games. <laughs> yeah. Reasoning of courage yes. costs one dollar and fifty cents. And this is the deal. this is the best part. You know, on I'm the in. eShop page, on the eShop page, they always listed supported languages, and they list all the languages. Mm-hmm. I I kid you not. Supported languages, Japanese. <laughs> this game can only be played in Japanese, though it's, and it's released oh. in North America. But they'll take oh. my American money. They'll take your American buck fifty. <laughs> but the important thing is favorite. that the full title is on the title screen. Reasoning. Not in Japanese. And that's first. it. <laughs> that's it. <clears throat> I want someone, if anybody plays any of these games, like right in to GameScoop. Yeah. I want to hear. Actually, it. yeah. Well, if if anyone um, is is willing to spend the dollar fifty to pl- to to play and review Reasoning of Courage, we'll share your review here on GameScoop. Maybe they meant Seasoning of Courage because it's plain white rice. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that too. Do you have the courage so, to season yeah. this rice? Yeah, in this in this great mystery of why That's would you good. eat this? 
uh, Damon, <laughs> there were other there were other screenshots, right? Yeah, then yeah, I don't know if Moran can back out, but yeah, it's it looks like you're viewing a city and there's just Japanese text at the bottom of the screen because it's like a detective novel. Well, Surely how am I gonna get my keywords yeah, without seeing see. it? Let, let's see it. Yeah. Okay, so we got see? city, oh. desk, ocean, Ferris wheel, <laughs> grass, park, zoo. All at right. least Reasoning at least one out of every, you know, twenty of these games has gotta be okay, right? That school I, doesn't look bad. Well, Man. what's interesting is that this school does not look bad. These <laughs> Literally are all, nothing on the chalkboard. <laughs> these are all these are all really static images, right? So really yeah. what you could do is you could use one of the new AI toolkits to mm-hmm. say uh, anime style empty nothing on chalkboard, and then you'd have half yeah. of your game made already. This, this looks a- like Doki Doki Literature Club. Like mm. a character could pop up in front of the screen there. Like hmm. it could, you know. Huh? If won't. that happens, they might have wanted to that's use one of those screenshots instead. That's <laughs> too much seasoning, Mark. That's too much seasoning. Way too, much. too much reasoning. Uh, okay, and this, these are just game titles coming out this week. Just the titles I like. I did no research into whether or not you would consider these shovelware. These are just good titles. So we got, I love the SEO play on this one. Game of Dragons. Oh, oh smart. Nice. smart. Game of Dragons. Brilliant. Uh, this one's for Sam. Car mechanic pinball. <laughs> car mechanic pinball. I don't know well, if those it's things do a have pinball a lot machine with a. Yeah. I don't know if it's a pinball machine with a car mechanic theme or the car mechanics yeah. play or a pinball. Playing game the pinball. Yeah. Or maybe a pinball you're machine a pinball. In, in a in a mechanic shop. This yeah, one maybe actually. You're, you're an, uh, uh, an anthropomorphic pinball that works on cars. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Too much seasoning. This is a. This is a. This is a good one. <laughs> Cthulhu pub. Ooh. That's my second favorite kind of pub. I know. (laughs) This one's a real game. This is Clap Hands. Uh, This is uh, Easy Come, Easy Golf. That's just the new, everybody's golf guys doing that one. Okay, they're all real games. So many, so many things just. (laughs) Wait, what's the matter? Move on. Just Easy Come, Easy Golf. That's good. Like. Yeah, but if you were to say, like, if you were to list 10 game names and say one of these is fake, all of us would have voted for that one. Well, it's the real name of the, the new game for the everybody's golf people. It's, I just say it sounds like a Tinder date. That's all I'm going to say. Well, <laughs> moving on. This one sounds, yeah, this one's, this one's. That takes uh, the courage of reasoning, Mark. <laughs> this one's for after hours. Pretty, pretty boys Mahjong Solitaire. And can I just say it's about mm. time. Pretty Boys Mahjong Solitaire. You're right. This one I like. Finally, a game for you. This one, Potion Permit. Sir. Sir. (laughs) Do you have a a permit permit for that potion? (laughs) You have to to tell me if you're a cop. went through the legal steps to carry that potion. (laughs) Um, Cube, 10th anniversary, and I only included this because cube is spelled with a Q, just like Intelligent Cube. From last week. Ooh, mm-hmm. is that Aww. what it is? No, it's not. It looks like a portal. Aww. It looks like a portal knockoff. Uh, this is but a good title, and I think universe. this one it knows is in on the joke. Space Raiders in space. And then <laughs> finally, the last one. Last one. Spider Heck. Spider Heck. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. As far as is I can that- tell, it's a one-on-one fighting game featuring spiders with lightsabers. Okay, so that does sound like a veritable spider heck. However, yeah. I'm wondering if you can't use the H-E double hockey sticks as a right, swear in a game right. name, but then I consider the beautiful Mahjong boys, and I just don't know anymore. And it's also like they got, they got stuck in cert for that title. Yeah, like, I'm right, pretty well, sure we'll you could say 
I'm, I'm sure there's games with hell in the title in the Nintendo eShop. There's a game called Hentai vs. Zombies in the eShop. Yeah, but is it on the title screen? Then it's open. <laughs> okay. That was the Nintendo Seal of Quantity. No, I don't want it to end. It's my favorite. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, just keep, I just I mean, want to like, just have these game titles washing over me for the next well, don't, hour. Don't worry, you're only ever one week away from the next <laughs> Nintendo Seal of Quantity. <laughs> Okay, let's gaze our eyes forward a little bit, and let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Joe from Brigantine. There it is. Hell pie. Ryan found an eShop game with hell in the title. There it is. Just hell pie. They said it couldn't be done. (laughs) Sorry, Joe. I think think heck pie would have (laughs) converted. Just go ahead. Spider heck. Get us out of here. Every listener named Joe is like on the edge of their seat. Is it me? (laughs) This is Joe. This is Joe from Brigantine, New Jersey. Says, as a 39-year-old relatively relatively new father, my gaming time has dropped drastically over the last 14 months. While I'm fully prepared to miss out on some games in the stacked year that is 2023, the two games at the top of my list are Tears of the Kingdom and Starfield. It looked like everything was going to work out well with Starfield originally coming out in November this year and Zelda with a vague release of Spring 23. But with the Starfield delay and Zelda's release date of May 12th, I'm now worried that the games will come out too close together, and I will have to either bounce back and forth between them or put one on the digital shelf while devoting my limited time to the other. My two questions are, how do you think the Tears of the Kingdom release date will affect the Starfield date, and what games are you going to give priority to next year? So yeah, we know uh, Tears of the Kingdom is what, May May 12th, I think. Starfield, we just know that when they showed... It last in what May of last year. All mm-hmm. the games showing were supposed to be out within the next twelve months, so it should be out in the first mm. half of twenty twenty three. A video game developer would never lie about something like that, would they? <laughs> I I don't imagine Starfield coming out before fall of next year. I, I think that's, it'll that's what I was getting. That's what I was getting to as well. Do you think yeah. Tears of the Kingdom will make it out on May twelfth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think um, Starfield, they should Starfield, you know, at E3 or, or whatever E3 was, Summer of Gaming. And uh, that game got a lot of feedback. And it's stuff that I feel like Bethesda would be looking at. So, you know, it was supposed to it was supposed to be 11-11, but then they pushed it back to just next year. I think Redfall will end up being their, like, early next year game. And I, I can imagine a world where Starfield's just going to get pushed to, to be their big fall game. Is there a, yeah, is, that, that, that's totally just like a gut check, but that's my gut check as well. I'm trying to, I'm trying I, to think. What what date I, would they want to look for? Because they had 11-11-22. But what date yeah, would they have for yeah. next year? I don't Do even it. know. Just go for it. That's the Bethesda date. Are there any, uh, just, maybe, uh, I mean, 20, 23 next year, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it'll be maybe it'll do 3 23 Okay, so March. Like yeah, I like that. Yeah. Cool dates. Yeah, so March 23rd, um, 23. That's good. I think they should do that, actually. My <laughs> advice would be for them to uh, get that game out uh, a, a month with a month clearance in Breath of the Wild, because if that game comes out in May at the same time as Breath of the Wild, I think people will talk about Breath of the Wild in the zeitgeist more than Starfield, which is bad for it. Um, and I say that because uh, in the you know 
subsequent years after Animal Crossing, everybody got a Switch. And there's a lot of those out there. And uh, I think it's still hard to get a system that's going to play Starfield. I mean, I guess you can play it on your old systems, right? Is that is that right? Can you play on old systems? No, it's Series X only. <clears throat> yeah, so. Series X and PC. Sorry. Every commenter yeah, is going wild. Yeah, and there's plenty right of PC people. I know uh, people. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the GameScoop audience, really. I'm talking about everyone else because the game that a lot of people I know that got, uh, you know, Animal Crossing, uh, what, what, where they went to after Animal Crossing was Breath of the Wild, like surprisingly so. And hmm. uh, I think it's a. I think it's a game with a, a lot of wide appeal that will be in the zeitgeist that month, and I wouldn't want to go up against it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Like, it's tough to. Like y- yes, but Kids also too. Starfield is some something kind of brand new. Whereas Breath of where Tears of the Kingdom is, you know, yeah. we've seen the open world thing, right? Like it is a little bit more of an evolution of what we've seen before. So, yeah, and I'll add that like six year olds play this game; they don't play Starfield. Huh. True. Yeah, Starfield yeah, they, is. They play yeah, I don't Call know. Of Duty though. I'm, I'm very excited for it, but I, I agree that like it seems like when a Nintendo game comes out, it just it becomes this like Twitter like kind of sharing zeitgeist where like everybody's playing it, everybody's sharing screenshots, and while I would hope that Starfield is that same deal, you know, it just Nintendo games just seem to become an event. So I agree. I, I mean, so yeah, like look, like Starfield was a little bit rough around the edges when they showed it off, which is doubly odd considering you have complete control over like exactly what you're what you're showing off to people. But, like this is the team that made Skyrim and mm-hmm. then, you know, and then Fallout 76, like which was you know, not like not super well received. So it's like the return of like the big single player just massive sort of PC style like western style RPG like there's no way it's not going to blow the doors off and be just the biggest thing on earth whenever it comes out. Like, unless, you know, unless it's some cyberpunk style, like, Oh my God, like, you know, like what a shit show. But I just, I don't know. I just, I like people. I don't, I think people are sort of selling Bethesda a little short. Hmm. Yeah. I hope so. I mean, Bethesda is my favorite game studio. I, I know that fallout 76 tarnished their name a lot, but like, that game is in weird control now, you know, like a lot of people helped yeah. develop that mm-hmm. from Bethesda Game Studios, but like now it's like, you know, it's kind of in this like own like little thing. And so it's like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm very excited. Yeah, it is their first like major game since Fallout 4. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited. For oh, sorry. Yeah, my, my bad. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about Fallout 4 there for a second. But <laughs> yeah. Is Fallout 4 in a good, good place? Because I know a lot of people were, there were mixed feelings about that one at launch too. Well, let me just say this. There's a difference between Fallout 4, Fallout 76, and Skyrim. Skyrim is a very, very different phenomenon, and I don't think... I think they're going for more of a Fallout 4 than a Skyrim for this game. I just... I don't get the sense that it's going to be this, like, goofy, moddable open-world game, because it just isn't. It's like a go-to-planets game, which is, like, inherently different. Like, I think a contiguous map is super important for people playing these games right now, and I still... It's funny, like, Outer Worlds is a good example of this. I still haven't played a game that doesn't feel like smaller because it's on multiple worlds that's what metroid prime 3 felt like too yeah it is pretty interesting that one world feels bigger than several worlds mm-hmm. yeah it's that gta effect i don't know why it's like that but northern california or southern california feels bigger than you know indie fantasy yeah, outer worlds definitely has that like each map each world is like a little zone and mm-hmm. I, I when i think of that game i think about how small it is but 
I know it's you know it's kind of smaller than like Fallout games. The thing that has me worried about Starfield is just like the proceduralness of it. I we still mm. don't know what that looks like, but it's like a thousand planets. That does not excite me at all. So, so I, I think that's really I nerd out over the, like the planet exploration side of Starfield. Like I'm personally most interested in that and flying around and stuff like that. But that's like the stuff I like. That's not mass appeal stuff. So when you actually have to put it up against other other games, like it's going to have to have like a serious hook. I mean, Fallout's not even a mass appeal game. Skyrim is. So mm-hmm. what's what's going on with that, right? Witcher is. Important updates. I've got some breaking scoops. There's a palindrome. Palin, what is it? Palindrome date in 2023. March 20th, 2023 is, is 3202023. Nice. Well done. So, that's a, so someone should take that date. Mm-hmm. And there's also going to be two Fridays the 13th next year. January 13th and October 13th. I mean, an October, October Friday the 13th that's a good one. is like, somebody's got to use that one. Please don't yeah. delay Resident Evil 4 to that, though. Hear no. me out. Just put that game <laughs> What out. other... What other Dead Spaces in January? What other mm-hmm. horror games that we know of? Alan Wake Two, where they put Alan Wake Two on on yeah. October Friday the Thirteenth. I think we all know it's just Bloodborne Two, right? Sure. Oh yeah. Cool. I mean, we knew Man. that. I mean, we knew that off the record. I'll have to edit that out. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also going to be a solar Scoop. eclipse. Solar eclipse on October 14th next year. So that's. Well, I mean, cool. it's, a, it's a busy eclipse. October. Right after Friday the 13th, there's an eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like Dead Space stuff. That's gonna, it's that going to be a great Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Other 2023 games that we know of. Uh, there are several games that have a date. Dead Space is January 27th. Uh, let's see. Of you three, Justin probably be most interested in Darkest Dungeon 2. That's coming in. They've said February. They haven't given it a date. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm sort of, I've cooled on early access games. Yeah. Like, I used to think that that was one of the coolest things in gaming, but then it's like, you know, you played something for 20 or 30 hours, and they'd be like, it's all different now. And I'm like, well, okay, yeah. but I don't want to do it again. And so I didn't, I didn't play Darkest Dungeon 2's early access, I, so neither did I. It, it really will feel like a launch for me. But, um, you know, I think a lot of people have already spent many hours with, with the game because it's been in early access for so long. Yeah, and I, I mean... I, don't, I hope it turns out well. I love the first one. And then Rogue Legacy mm-hmm. 2 kind of did the same thing. It was in early access yep. for a year or more. And then the final version was very, very good. Well, but, and I know, I know people didn't love the early access uh, take on Darkest Dungeon 2. So I hope it's an example of like early access at its best, yeah, right? Like yeah. they get a chance to sort of incorporate that feedback and then come back with a real, yeah. you know, a real banger like the first game was. Yeah, here's hoping. That's kind of how I feel about Grounded right now. Is like I play that game so much that now it comes out next week, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I probably probably won't jump back in. So (laughs) I played it so much, you know. (laughs) Then of course, Resident Evil Four is in March. Uh, Zelda is in May, May twelfth, and then Mina the Hollower. They've said December, Mm -hmm. targeting December for that one, and that's the next. The actually the next full game from the um, from Yacht Club Games and the Shovel Knight crew. Yeah. What? When was this announced? <laughs> um, I've never supported. Wait, yeah, no, they, we they talked about this. Yeah. We talked about this on Scoop. I remember. Oh, it's coming back to me now. Yeah. yeah this yeah, is yeah, the yeah, Link's Awakening. Zelda. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, I remember now. I legit freaking existed. Holy crap. Yeah, I'm excited. The, there's a yeah. Shovel Knight game out this week, right? Yeah, Shovel Knight Dig comes out tomorrow. Which, or I guess if this airs tomorrow, then it came out mm-hmm. today. Congrats. That <laughs> was I, on something. Was that on 
that already launched, right? I've played that. Dig? Is it launching on a new platform? Which one's Dig? I'm going to look it up. No, Dig is new. Dig, Dig is a roguelike. We just, we just reviewed it. Oh, today. oh. I was thinking it of is, the Pocket one. Yeah, I've, I've been playing yeah. Pocket Dungeon. It is a little c- confusing to me as well, the way that Shovel Knight has sprawled into all these different games. Yep. I was talking to their PR about doing a devs react for Dig, and I was like, I hate to ask this, I'm sorry, but like, is this new? Because like, <laughs> there's so many Shovel Knight things now that I, it's really hard to keep up. But I think Shovel Knight Dig is like a Steam World. Yeah, Dig. It's it's a like. vertical it's a vertical platformer where you drop a lot. So like, yeah. You wow, like a dude. World. Nothing would make me happier than that becoming like a legit, like, you know, a Mr. Driller like or a Steam World dig like. Let's just yeah. have that take off, please. Yeah. <laughs> I've played a few games like that. Those are the, those are, there's a lot coming next year. Those are the really the only games that have a date or a window. What else, uh, Mark, what else are you sort of mm-hmm. looking forward to for next year? Redfall. That game looks you awesome. And that I'm, game looks cool. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big State of Decay 2 fan. And uh, this game is, uh, I will admit, uh, arcane games have I have a lot of trouble getting like into them. Really? I'm you know, really you know, trying with Deathloop right now. You, know, you just, didn't dig Dishonored or Dishonored Two? No, wow. no. I I've I've tried. I there's something about them. I just I just can't get into it. And it's happening with Deathloop because it just came to Xbox and it just got the new version on PlayStation as well. And I'm just like this just isn't appealing to me. So I, I'm worried about Redfall in that sense. But. Uh, it looks a lot like State of Decay 2, and so I'm excited to play it. <laughs> um, you think, and, you, and you're guessing that one will be in the earlier in the year? Yeah, so Redfall <laughs> and Starfield were both supposed to come out this year, and they both got delayed. Um, it looks, and Redfall is supposed to be like, you know, early spring or whatever, and I think that that one is, is more likely to hit hmm. than, than Starfield will. Hmm. Well, there'll be a new Assassin's Creed next year. Mirage, is that the one? Yeah. Is it, and, and is that the one that's supposed... It's, it's also hard to keep all the new Assassin's Creed <laughs> games straight. Is this the one that's supposed to go back to a little bit more of the stealth that's origins the one. of the series? Okay. Well, then I'll be interested yep. in that. Diablo 4, anyone? Yes. Very much. Yes. Is that <laughs> announced for platforms other than PC? Yep. Do we know for now? Everything. It's even yep, coming. To, it's awesome. even coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Apparently, I did the uh, the PC gaming thing happened to me where I had such a cutting edge dope ass PC and now it's old, and so <laughs> I'm back. To, I'm back to like not being equipped. Like this is a solvable problem. I can get a GPU and I don't know what else I would need. But like, you know, I don't know. It's just sad. Like slowly and steadily, I think Cyberpunk is the first game that I like put into my gaming PC where I'm like, Ooh, I don't know, this thing can't quite keep up. <laughs> And then it just starts to feel old quickly. Mm-hmm. Sam, Flashback 2 is coming next year, supposedly. Ooh. Oh, I forgot about that game. <laughs> well, and then I mean, Justin... Or, I, don't think, I don't think Flashback 1 is fun, so... You know, it looked amazing. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't seen the sequel yet, because remember their trailer was just like... Mm-hmm. It was like kind of incomprehensible. They didn't actually just show us gameplay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Justin, is the video game version of Gloomhaven... Launching next year? Yeah. And, well, no, it's out. It's out now. Oh, it's coming to consoles next year. Uh, yeah, I think it's free on Epic Game Store right now, actually. And, um, you know, obviously I haven't played it on console, but the PC port's really great. Um, a, a different strategy RPG, maybe you're already going to name this, Damon, but Advance Wars Reboot Camp, well, Advance Wars 1 I mean, and 2 Reboot Camp. Yeah, but like, that hasn't even been given, it hasn't been given a new release window. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. 
crazy. <laughs> no, I think it was delayed not for game reasons, but for real world reasons. Like some of the armies in the game are very blatantly takes on like, you know, the Russian army and some, some other stuff like that. And so I think that Nintendo held it for kind of sensitivity reasons more so than issues in the game. So yeah, I think hopefully they feel, um, you know, fit to release the game it would be a shame if it just never saw the light yeah, of day i know i've been excited for that one did you guys know Is there's sons a, of the forest too on your list uh we're in the um l's right now mark That's sorry sorry i did not realize we were doing alphabetical order <laughs> did you guys know there's a co-op survival lord of the rings game coming what lord of the rings return to moria what oh i remember yeah. when that was announced i didn't co-op know it was survival? a co-op survival game then yeah Oh, then I guess I'll, oh, I, I guess also the Lord of the Rings Gollum got pushed to next year, right? Yeah, there's still no Gollum. Yep. Here is a very interesting one: Marvel's Spider-Man Two, because we don't know, Mark. We don't after God of War Ragnarok. We don't know what the next PlayStation exclusive that's, is, do we? That's it. Like, yeah, you, we. You think that'll be we it? Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's it. PlayStation Five's over. <laughs> Just start getting hyped. No, I mean, do you think Marvel's Spider-Man <laughs> Two will be the next PlayStation exclusive after God of War Ragnarok? <sighs> Mm. It's hard because, like, I man, I still feel it deep in my bones that there's a PlayStation Showcase this year that's got to show us, like, what's coming. Because it's, like, Blue Point's working on something and uh, Team Asobi's working. Yeah. Or not Team Asobi. Um, is it Team Asobi? The, 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 the Astrobot people. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. I don't know, I don't know so, why I see. Anyways. Um, but then, yeah, the one that looks furthest along would be uh, Spider-Man 2. Hmm. It's a little bit like I would need to take stock of what Sony Studios, like what, what, you know, what was their last product project and what's announced and what's unannounced. Like, I think a lot of those teams are probably tied up in PSVR 2 projects. Maybe. Um, like, we know Sucker Punch is working on the next Ghost of Tsushima, but that's that was yeah. 2020. So, like, you know, we still got a little bit for that. And then, I don't know. They've shown the most of Spider-Man 2. They've shown almost nothing of Wolverine. So it yeah. makes me think that Spider-Man yeah, 2 is next. And then that Kodor remake is... <laughs> 2025. Yeah. Or um, at the earliest. It, it, it wasn't on your, your, in your L's because it's, it's, it's you know unclear how I think it'll be released. But there's Last of Us multiplayer coming next year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. factions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's Pikmin 4, which we talked about last week for Nintendo. Woo. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Me and maybe... Me and a, yeah, me and a couple other people are excited for uh, Metal Slug Tactics. Been waiting for that one for a long time. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't know Damon, that, was you, cool that just that jogged my memory. Damon, do you, are they still are like Disgaea games still a thing? Is, they still making those what games? Disgaea. Yeah, that's the other. Yeah, there's just so, one announced, right? Disgaea Seven is coming in January. However, Whoa. however, uh. they've just they just changed up the art style so it's not like it's uh. not two D hand drawn anymore. It's like three D polygons and I, I don't think it looks as Whoa, cool. Whoa, so, really? Yeah. What a Boo. bad choice. I know, Yikes. I know. It's a bummer for me. Um, there's Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, which is another one that got delayed because of the, the war. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, I forgot about Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Be a big one. Hopefully mm-hmm. earlier in the year. I feel like, it, is anyone else concerned? I just feel like it's becoming impossible to, like, make and release a video game. Like, I, I, I don't know if it's, like, lingering effects, like, if we're still feeling, like, games take a long time to make, right? Uh-huh. So, and it was severely disrupted for two years. So, maybe you can chalk it all up to that. Or, like, I just definitely have a concern where, like, 
it used to be like delays were the exception and not the norm. And now it just feels like it's almost impossible for a game to come out, both you know, Gotham on Knights, time and on budget. Gotham Knights and High on Life both got moved up, so have heart. <laughs> they have earlier okay. release dates than, than, than later, which is crazy. That's true. <laughs> well, speaking of Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is supposed to come yeah. next year. And that one we have we seen don't know a little what, bit of, right? Yeah, what bit. type yeah. of yeah. game is yeah. it? It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Rocksteady, so you would yeah. think it's like kind of that style, like the Arkham yeah. style. I yeah. mean, if it's if it's Kill the Justice League with um, Nemesis mode and a bunch of heroes that you have to kill, I mean, that's going to be the best game ever made. But will they have the <laughs> the you know the, the courage of seasoning to to do make that? Game? <laughs> because I don't think you can actually hurt Superman in video games. Like I play DC. What's it called? Uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat. Is that what it was called? Mortal- MK versus DC. And in that, like the the superheroes couldn't actually kill people; they could only perform a heroic brutality. So there's mm-hmm. limits on what you can do. Mm-hmm. There was in the style book for heroes. And yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do. Although Batman's dead in this Gotham game, so who knows? <laughs> um, well, speaking of fighting games, there is Street Fighter Six, which I'm I'm not a Street Fighter guy, but I'm actually interested in that one. Any good fighting game that has a cool single player mode, I'd be interested in checking out. Like Mortal Kombat. This one is a character designer for its single player mode, which is I know. Just so wild. It's very, very cool. Um, man, what else? That's about it. I'm at the end of my list. Anything else that you guys are excited for and anticipating for next year? Yeah, Final Sons Fantasy of the Forest. 16. Okay, Sons of the Forest. <laughs> You were so rude to Mark saying I'm only on the L's, Mark. Well, listen up. Well, it's not even on the list. Uh, Exactly. So I'm, uh, but this isn't a list that I made. I'm just saying, is this game actually coming next year? What makes you think this? Yeah, it has a it has a release date. Oh, that's uh, why it's not on my list. Yeah, it's in February. Yeah, and then uh, Hogwarts Legacy is in March. Oh yeah, but but I don't care about that game. So I'm not excited about that game. So that's why I didn't mention it. There's two Final Fantasies, right? There's 16. Oh, yeah. I did, yeah. I did forget the Final Fantasies. Final <laughs> Fantasy 16 is supposed to be in the summer. Final Fantasy 7 yeah, Rebirth, Rebirth is in, uh, like, winter. Yeah. Those yeah, are very big yeah. ones. Sorry. Did not mean to forget those. There's also Good Dead ones. Island 2. Just not really interesting mm-hmm. to me, personally. Uh, Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Also Open don't care. world Ubisoft game. Also don't care. <laughs> Maybe after well, why you... would why would we want to list any game that Damon doesn't care about? It's up to you guys. I list the game that Maybe after you see the Avatar re- remake in theaters and then the sequel in theaters, you'll be more excited to play. The I'm theater. considering yeah. going and because I haven't seen the first one in like forever, and I watched. Have you seen the first one? I've seen the first what one. Th- okay, what so you haven't seen are... Gremlins, but you've seen Avatar. <laughs> Dude, do we? They, were, they the thought world? they were on to something there. They're I like, Mark has seen Gremlins. I was like, I don't know what I'm referencing. <laughs> Yeah, Mark made a reference in our group chat on uh, to yep. uh, don't feed them after midnight or something like that or something about feeding. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Mark's seen Gremlins, and he's like, I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, That's I don't Gremlins. even know what I'm referencing. Yeah, <laughs> you guys we, thought it, you had me. Is the world? Do you think the world is really going to get gripped by Avatar fever again? Is that going to happen? What do you mean again? It was the you biggest know, it, thing on Earth. It's true. And then we all had collective amnesia, and we're like, oh, no. None of us really cared about Avatar, but it yeah. took over. It's, well, I would know, say like, that 
when he Avatar came out, it was like all anyone was ever. talking about. Yeah. The biggest movie of all time yeah, was but, Avatar. But, but nobody liked it. That was the issue, right? And they did at the time. I don't, at the time, they were just, yeah. they were like hypnotized by the 3D effects. Yes. Yeah. And then everyone, Ooh. like three months later, everyone. was like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. The well, because then bad. people were just like, this is just Pocahontas. This is, you know. Yeah. That, that's and a now, good movie. Now it's though. like, now I don't like. Is it going to happen again? And then I don't know. The world, the world has only gotten dumber. Okay. I wasn't working. I wasn't working in the office. I think that was the year before or something. Were you, Were you in the office then, Damon? Yep. Yeah. So was, you heard really a bunch big. of people and, that were like, "This 3D movie is the best thing I've ever seen." I only heard people being like, "Are you kidding me? This is like no, worse than Phantom Menace." I'd have to search. It. I'd have to look it up. We wrote articles about people that were having like withdrawal. After they saw, yeah. they missed, they wanted to like live and experience that world so badly that they were like depressed after they watched the movie. It's really sad. When did that movie come out? I don't even know. Oh, eight, I want to say. Nobody knows. It's lost to time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To me, I feel like, I feel like I was, I felt like I was it's on 2005. Crazy I, I, no, it's not I, 2005. I remember watching it in my first like apartment <laughs> I ever had when I first moved out, like right out of high school. Like who the biggest movie ever? Like what are the characters' names? What's the movie about? Who Sully are the actors? Nobody and, knows. And Zoe Saldana. Yeah, it was 2009. So I was working for oh, IGN, okay. then, but not quite in the office yet. The Navi. It's crazy. The Navi looks so stupid to me, and it's like if Avatar Two might have an amazing story, but nothing will change the fact that those things just look. Incredibly stupid. I can't get. Hey, can't they're, get Damon. They're aliens yeah. in that sense. Yeah, I don't. They think we, the, we. They think we're the ones <laughs> that look stupid. Look stupid. <sighs> that's fair. What about that alien in Star Wars: uh, A New Hope? That's just clearly just a, a fly costume that they got from a horror movie. Is <laughs> he stupid? That's like every. Uh, that's like every alien in the cantina. Yeah, yeah. there's one that's just a mummy. He's just wrapped in bandages. He's <laughs> just a wolf man. <laughs> I'm three episodes into Light and Magic, and it's one of the best things I've watched all year. I told, I ke- I told I kept, you, man. I kept on trying to put it on the background to like do stuff while I'm doing other things. I'm, I, I'm just riveted. Yep, I told you. They filmed it. everything at the time. I know. It's crazy. Everything was on a camera. But yeah. even like then, in like 78, 79, George Lucas saw computer graphics, and he was like, I want that. They show that in 1978... This is relevant to the Scoop audience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They show sure. they go the, to a college in uh, Salt Lake City in Utah, and yeah. they're like they're like talking to this guy. Well, they talk to some people about computer graphics, but uh, they have footage of a person at this college showing off like a polygon render of a chalice, and you're like, oh, so that's what they had for computer graphics back then. That's pretty cool. And then he does like a layer pass. He's like, these are called pixels. They're filling in. <laughs> The polygon and he's it's like amazing. this is what a pixel is he kind of explains it. and then he starts rotating and it's a kind of like a blocky chalice and then he just goes full on and like layers it with like a smooth like rendering with like light shining off of it and then like the full like texture of like the chalice like basically what a video game looked like by 2000 i was gonna in say 1978 like it looks better than the first 3d video games 15 years 100%. later 100 percent it's crazy. In, the, in 1978. And, like, George Lucas was like, I think we should make movies based on this. And then, like, that's how we got Jurassic Park. I mean, yeah. there's, like, like it in took- 10 years later, which is, like, unbelievable. Like, that's, yeah. like, the biggest technological leap. I just can't believe it. Yeah. That, watch it, it reminded me that, like, George Lucas, you know, you, you can make a lot of criticisms about the choices he's made in his filmmaking. But the dude is a visionary. Unquestionably is a visionary. 
And everybody that worked in his costume shops were all their own visionaries. They all were yeah. like crazy, yes. talented people. Uh, uh, costumes. I said costume shop, whatever. F- effects shop. Um, yeah. th- there is also in the middle of all this like high tech stuff, he's like, oh, I really think this should be stop motion. Do we have a stop motion guy? And then yeah. they like show, they're like, look how amazing this still looks. And it looks like total crap. It's like, you know, those tauntauns, you can't really suspend disbelief anymore. It's just like, so you can see every frame, you know. He's like, "Wow, that's that really and jerking all over Whoa, the that, screen." That's really only a one-foot toy with a figure without a face on it. Oh, wow! Wow, I watched Return of the Jedi <laughs> recently, and the Rancor still looks really, really good. I think. Yeah, they smoothed things out by then. Yeah, but then they show like King Kong. Like, I can't believe how great this movie. Yeah. Is. But obviously, it just looks like that. You know? Yeah. Have you gotten yeah. to the episode where they uh, they talk about Poltergeist? No, I don't like that okay. movie though. Well, that, that's a great it's, movie, but there's there's, the there's a really TV good. The is too spooky. There's a very there's a they explain how they implode the house at the end of the movie, and it's amazing. To oh, me. weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Just every every time I see a camera shooting a spaceship backwards by like basically throwing the camera at a model. Of oh, Millennium oh, Falcon, and the way they did it the exactly shot like a toy of the Millennium Falcon zooming away, like just yeah. it was just a Polaroid. It's yeah. crazy. It's Un- so good. unbelievable. So smart. <laughs> Okay. Spin. Enough of that. That brings us to video game 20 questions. Our suggestion this week comes from Nick Hodgson in Johannesburg, South Africa. Cool. Let the questioning begin. Uh, did this game come out in the, in the, after the year 2000? Of... Or after the year 1999 from the year 2000 to now? In any time in the 2000s. <laughs> I'm not trying to make it weird. <laughs> not, we'll say this, not originally. Can you can wipe Justin. the smile off my face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't understand. Maybe it's Metal Gear Solid's really... remake on GameCube. Um, yeah, dude, if that's it and you got it on the first one, that would be amazing. Well, yeah. It happens. Sometimes. That's what happened last week. Really? It sometimes. It's Pretty always close. when I'm not here because I'm bad luck. <laughs> is this game? Is this? Is this game some kind of remake or reboot? Well, it got. Well, one. not the original. Got, not the original, but it. Not yeah. I mean, this game has it, been. It, this it game got has remake. gotten one of those. Okay. Got it. Uh, okay, was this game made by a Japanese developer? Yes. Oh. Is it a platform was exclusive? This... Yes. For the PlayStation? Was platform it... PlayStation? No. Are we asking that? Is that? No, that's five. It's All not right. PlayStation. All right. Is, well, it, is it Nintendo? It's Nintendo. Yes. Okay. Was well, it there's made not by many Rare? remakes. Wait a minute. Yeah. Was it developed oh, by Rare? Hold on. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. What? Yeah. Why? No, no, okay. I like it. No, I like it. For, wait, for, wait, no, rare, for, rare for, is. Are they Japanese? For um, no, oh, yeah, that's why no. I was saying. Hold on, but yeah, my my bad, my bad. Yeah. Uh, okay, wait. Sorry, I, we we were jumping all around. So it's a it's a platform exclusive, exclusive to a Nintendo platform made in Japan. Is that what we know? Yeah. And it got a reboot. It got a reboot or remake. Is that correct, Damon? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's where we're at. Okay. Uh, let's see. Was this? But, and, was this originally an N64 game? Was it originally a Nintendo 64 game? No. Was it originally an NES game? No. So Super I was thinking, Nintendo. Remember the 3D versions well, of uh, Urban Champion and stuff like that? 
Because <laughs> GameCube came out in 2000. Yeah, it can't be GameCube, but it could still be. It could still be Game Boy. What was it originally? A Super Nintendo game? No. What? Rip. Okay, so was it, might it originally be an arcade Awakening. game? No, that's ten. Uh, what did you just ask? It could be arcade Link's Awakening. Game. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's probably Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh, could be. Well, that or Link's Awakening. Those, those are all good yeah. answers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Okay, what's the best way? Was this originally an OG Game Boy game? Yes. Oh, so okay. that eliminates Pokemon. Is this uh is this part of the uh, Zelda series? Yes. Yeah, we got it. We got it. There is no other Zelda game on the OG Game Boy, if you don't count the Game Boy Color. So yeah, it's gotta be Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Oh yeah, and I was wrong. Pokemon is not a Game Boy Color game. That's just a it's just a Game Boy game that has a colored cartridge. Yeah, red and um, blue and yellow. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. All right. So, yeah. You want to do the honors, Mark? Uh, this one. Well, should we ask one more qualifying thing? Because this is terrifying. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> We're does going game, for it. Does this yeah. game have Kirby in it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, okay. Is. is this game Zelda: Link's Awakening? Yes, it is. Yes, Yay. it is. Fourteen questions. Yeah, originally released on Game Boy, then a version for Game Boy, Game Boy Color with a color dungeon. Yeah. And then, of course, on the Switch in 2019. Mm-hmm. Which I need, I never finished the Switch version. I need to go back to that. I should have been I doing do that not these love, I do not love the Switch version because really? the, the version of that game that's canon in my mind is, you know, knowing the screens and when mm. they scroll and what you get when you scroll to the next screen. Because this is my first video game of all time, is this this in, like, wow. Kirby's Dreamland. Because I only had a Game Boy up until I had like a PS2, um, and so this with the non-scrolling screens, it 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 didn't hit me as much as I I wish it would have. Hmm. Yeah, I like just want one? somebody to write in with a correction to say what the name of the Zelda enemy is that looks like Kirby. Oh yeah, I don't know. What so it Kirby's is. not actually in the game. Mm-hmm. I thought you were referencing the uh, the claw game. Oh, that's Yoshi. That's Yoshi. Is, uh, yeah, Yoshi. You can yeah, get him from the claw there's game. Chain mm-hmm. Chomp, Yoshi. Chain Chomp's yeah, in there, Kirby. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. It's called Anti Kirby. <laughs> did you, did you awesome. guys know? Did you guys know this started out as them trying to port um, uh, Link to the Past to Game Boy? Oh wow! They started really? out there. We're going to oh. see if we can port Link yeah. to the Past to Game Boy, but then they ended up just creating their own thing. Yeah, and I, I've always wanted to see at least design docs because apparently it was up and running and totally functional as a port to mm-hmm. Game Boy, which makes sense, right? Like that engine yeah. could totally run like hmm. to the past, right? Maybe it, it's well, like quantity-wise, like size-wise. Yeah, that, yeah. that might present a challenge for the yeah. Game Boy cartridge, but like even yeah. that type of stuff got like, you know, well, eventually there was multi-meg cartridges for Super Nintendo, as we know. Hmm. So they might have been able to get around that. It would have just been really expensive eventually. Still, somebody. I just want to know if in 30 years we'll get a Mina the Hollower game that looks like this. Maybe. Aw, cool. (laughs) Well, don't worry. In 30 minutes, you'll be able to just AI generate a Mina the Hollower game that looks like that. Great. Nicely job. Nicely job. Thank you for this suggestion, Nick Hodgson. And that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you for hanging out with us this week. Thank you to Sam. Justin, Mark, thank you to Mariah and mm-hmm. everyone working behind the scenes. Alexio, uh, it, was a, it was a little bit of a challenge getting this episode up and running. But you know what? Once the, I, we were just, we've just been soaring ever since mm-hmm. we finally got off the ground. I think this is a good episode. 
The only thing that would have made it better <laughs> is if we were all in the same room. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see you guys all next week. My name is Damon, this is IGN GameScoop, and we're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.